people seeing people hate makes them feel better about themselves like that's what you have to realize too like if you are going through hate like a lot of the times a person on the other side is not happy with themselves and it's a them problem not a you problem exactly we've been telling ourselves a lot that a lot this week it's not an us problem it's a them problem we're your besties in your ear back for another episode of me girl pod welcome back to another episode of mean girl pod what a week what a what week, a week. <laughs> what a week start a chant with it <laughs> do you want me to do you want me to do this with you what, what a week, week. What, what a week <laughs> don't flip that alana <laughs> no too dumb too dumb <laughs> too idiotic too idiotic um okay this episode well this episode is we're going to explain everything that's been going on. We're going to talk to you guys about it. We're going to give you a window inside of our lives. But before we do that, we're going to tell you who it is sponsored by. Oh, some a, a thing in some <laughs> brand that supported us no matter what. I loved his tweet. I hate when Mean Girls go viral and it's a Pink Whitney ad. Oh, <laughs> Wit is my hero. I love Wit. Louder for the people in the back. Guys, we're good at what we do. Don't tell anyone. Um, <laughs> this podcast is presented by pink whitney head over to your local bar today shoot your shot we're all about shooting your shot people don't have to like your shot but you shoot your shot oh yeah order pink whitney for you and all your best friends oh yeah this this podcast right here is gonna be taking some pink whitney shots tonight oh yeah it's the drink of every season of life and we love pink whitney my dad and my mom are coming with my dad for some reason not for some reason but he <laughs> loves pink whitney i mean more than my mom and he's which i think is so cute and he always is like whenever he sees a shooter he's like should we grab one should we get one should we take one and i'm like i love this like it's so cute but they're coming today and i'm sure my dad will be like should we go take a shooter should we take a shot a Wait, pink whitney cute also with pink whitney we have a springcation sweepstakes mm-hmm. where one person will win and they get to bring two lucky friends on spring break to South Florida. And you get to go and have an Airbnb tricked out with all Pink Whitney stuff. Like, how freaking fun. Do you guys want to enter? Because there's three of us. So <laughs> yeah, if we all we enter. Won. <laughs> no, literally. We win. We the contest. <laughs> no, like, actually, can we? Because all you have to do is enter on pinkwhitney.com and tag Pink Whitney when you're taking a shot. Just do it. It's so easy to do, so I think we should do that. Okay, let's do it. Like, we, we need a vacation after this week. <laughs> oh, it's taking, I mean, I might be in Miami when this one drops, we'll see. <laughs> Don't even give me a I need a palm tree. <laughs> um, Wanna dive in? Yeah, should we start from the beginning and kind of how like everything happened and what happened just to give some people some background if they don't know? Yes. That was a lot of words in one sentence. It was. <laughs> it's been a long week. So I think we just start with like, we obviously work here at Barstool mm-hmm. and Barstool makes a lot of content, a lot of conflict, all of that. We love, we knew, we know that about Barstool. Everyone knows that about Barstool. I don't even think that's really important here. I think what's important is every Monday, well, every Sunday night, Alana sends us clips. We sit in here, we record for an hour, whatever it is. We laugh. Sometimes we cry. We're vulnerable. We have the meat of the episode, which Alana calls is like the depth. And then we have the mashed potatoes and gravy where we like laugh and we're just like being ourselves. Yeah. And Alana clips the whole entire thing and makes 17 clips. Well, however many clips it is. Yeah. She sends us to a Sunday night. We watch all the clips and half of them I'm dying laughing at. And I'm like, no way. It's the back and forth. Usually sometimes you're like, that's a very serious clip. And like, that'll provide people value. That's what this, that's what this podcast is. I think we love it. Yeah. Monday, Barstool Maine usually posts our clips. Because we send all of the clips to Maine. You do. You and your type A little mm-hmm. self over yeah. there. You send I'd also those like clips. to add that um, the company wants us to, cl- to post like a certain amount. 
Yeah. That's why I clip almost every third minute of the show. Otherwise, I wouldn't. Yeah. Maybe. In theory. Yeah. yeah. But this is like what they want us to do. So yeah. that's what I do. And we send all of the clips. Like, we don't get to choose which clips we send to social. They take all of them from us. Yeah. And it's promo for the episodes. Like, it's the most, it's, it's a basic recipe i would say for a podcast and the social media yeah do the episode clip it down post the clips on social so we do we're proud of that i say i yeah <laughs> they I'm crush not, i've never been not proud of a clip ever it's what's ever the choking one you now, know i was gonna say there was one back in november where we had an episode about choking people during sex and i about had a panic attack on the street you remember the day i do i remember i was i was up picking apples and i was like i can't breathe <laughs> Like, I was like, I'm gonna fall over on the ground because I can't have this go out. And I was like, choking. I love it. Ha ha ha. And I was like, I am joking. Um, so needless to say, though, we're, we're, we always try to get this podcast to a place where we're proud of it. We can sleep at night. That's like our barrier to entry. Yeah. Monday, the episode, the podcast clip goes out about us washing our hands. And I mean, if, if we tell you a dime a dozen of these, epi- of these podcast clips, people here being like, I don't wash my hands. No one washed. I mean, like nobody here washes their hands. The amount of clips that have come out of this office about people not washing their hands is, well, it's almost everyone. And we're just riffing on it. Yeah. Not, I didn't think twice about it. I didn't either because I don't wash my hands. I, and I just, but I didn't even care. Like, it was just such a small thing we said in passing. Yeah. It was, it was uh, 30 seconds of an hour and 15 minute episode. Yeah. So that clip goes out. Not, don't think anything of it. You know, of course, the internet's like, they don't wash their hands. And we're like, yeah, we've heard it before, you know, moving right along. And what's another Monday? Then one of our coworkers here drops a blog on us. Mm-hmm. So I started reading it because I saw it first because you were at the chiropractor. Yeah. And I start reading it and I am immediately in tears and like I'm shaking and I can't breathe. Yeah. And Alex I, called me and Alex never calls me. I don't do phone calls. No. Like I get, I panic when I see your name pop up on my phone. I'm like, what happened? And for good reason. Yeah. And I said, is that blog a joke? Jordan's like, what blog? No, literally, because <laughs> I had no idea. I don't, and I also don't go on Twitter often. I'm not a Twitter person. So a lot of the drama that happens, I'm so unaware about it until somebody else tells me. Yeah. I had no idea. You're like, send me the blog. I couldn't finish reading it. I still, until this moment, have not read it. Yeah, and I will never allow you to read it. I uh, wanted you to read it to me here today. I know. Alex asked me to read it to her, and I, it was so bad. Like, when I was reading it, it's almost like, you know when you see, you hear something, you feel like you just get punched in the gut? When I was reading it, I felt like someone punched me. I was crying. I hyperventilated. It was, I was so upset that I never want you to experience that, and I will never read it to you. You don't need to know what was said. I don't. I don't. At this point, I, I do feel like I don't need to know. Mm-mm. It won't benefit you long term. I think the biggest thing, too, is like, because a lot of people now are saying, like, they're not friends. Um, we're very friendly with this girl. Like I, we, ch- I checked my DMs. Oh, you and I. Oh, we're, we're yeah. friends. <laughs> but, but I, I think we should provide some context around the, the level of blind side that happened. Yeah. And we feel we're, we're completely fine still, mm-hmm. but it, it was just so blindsiding because like I checked my DMs with her. I tweeted a photo of her last week. and was like, you're a magazine. You've got text messages with her last week. Highly friendly. You sit by her. Like, so yeah. it just came out of nowhere. Well, and like we've said before, it didn't come from a nasty news outlet or internet troll. It came from a coworker that we have seen on a weekly basis for a year and a half. One that I sit behind and I talk to on a daily basis and someone who we exchange very friendly conversations with every single time we see each other. Totally. Like one of probably the person, probably one of the people I talk to the most in this office besides you guys, because I sit next to her. Absolutely. And so the basis of the claims were, if you're not following it, 
that our clips sometimes are so stupid that they reflect poorly on the women at Barstool. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem with that is Barstool is an insane place that Big Cat calls the circus, and that is true. That is why people work here. They creatively let you be yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that anybody... First of all, I think I think on a level of zero to ten, hand-washing in dinosaurs is a negative one. Zero problem. I think the internet could use some more silly, in fact. Yeah. If that's if that reflects negatively on people here or women here, I'm at a loss. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just so crazy to think because if you listen to the podcast, you see and hear what we talk about. We have meaningful conversations with depth. But we're all friends, so we're going to have silly conversations along the way. Like, you cannot tell me that you've never been sitting with your best friend and had a conversation when you're like... <laughs> I don't know if I want people to hear that, but we're best friends. We talk about it and we just talk about it in front of a camera and we've allowed, and it's taken us. The thing is too, it's taken you and I a long time to get to this place where we feel comfortable sharing our entire lives with you all. Mm-hmm. And we're open. And now we don't, Alana used to send us clips. And we'd be like, I don't know about that one. And now we're just like, let's put it all out there. Cause we're comfortable with who we are. Yeah. And it's hard when the backlash comes for that, but it's, I think it's even harder when you're like, it's such a silly thing and it didn't feel like it came from a place that was helpful. Like if you really didn't feel like our clips were they, they were bad for Barstool, we would have appreciated like a real text message or like a phone call or coming up to us. So I think we just have a little bit of a problem with the way it went down fully. It's it's really crazy because we've worked here a year and a half and not one person has ever came up to our came up to us or sent us a text saying they have an issue of our content. So how are we ever supposed to know that this was a problem? And we are 97%, 95% serious in this room. And we always try. We never want to put anybody down. Mm-mm. We always try to be as honest as possible and like truly feel and speak about how we're feeling. And then, of course, we're silly off the top. Yes. And I think we're proud of that. And if that reflects poorly on people, if that's wrong, I, I don't necessarily want to be right. I'll say that. No, and I feel like we've built an amazing audience of people who love the serious conversations, but also want a little bit of a break from the world because it can be a really bad place. And I don't know about everyone, but when I listen to a podcast, I love being able to just go out and brain break, listen to some fun, fun conversation, laugh. And it's like, it's not that serious. It's not. And we always say if we're if people are listening to us, we don't want them to feel like we're even bitching about a situation we've said that that was our um one of our rules from day one was we're take we're gonna go up here yeah you know so that's what we're gonna do uh-huh so now we're gonna so do you think we've covered enough of like this of, thing so of what yeah. happened mm-hmm. okay so that's just to give you context of why we're doing this also that that led to the company people other employees kind of getting involved and giving their takes and seeming very low-key like personally passionate about how much they dislike this show mm-hmm. which i think was shocking to all of us yeah and and also I, publicly mm-hmm. online not in person no one has spoken to us to our faces at all since this happened and we'll but we're getting a lot of text messages that are like love you girls keep going just a bad day and it's like it's all happening online mm-hmm. and i so i think the number one thing not the number one thing but one thing we did want to say was Fast forward to two years ago, you and I weren't really in the content world. No, not at all. So we didn't know what it was like to be publicly attacked. Now we're very well versed in it. I mean, I would say we've gone through six or seven storms being at Barstool. Yeah. This one's the worst. Like, I always, Graham is always like, oh, you and Jordan have weathered a storm together before. And I'm like, this one's different because it attacked 
so many different angles and it was more brutal. Like, we're all for, like, a little, like, FU fight here in the yeah. office. We're like, that's funny. Like, Kirk, you want to go round and round? We'll go round and round. But this was very personal. We, we I think, like, we cried a lot uh, more than, I. this is definitely, like, I don't think, I think I can confidently say out of the 27 years I've lived on this earth, my mental health has never been in this bad of shape in my entire life. And it's, it's, it's high highs of, like, we're okay, not mm-hmm. that bad. But the lows are, I mean, they're scary. They're scary low. And the thing is, you have to have this experience to have this perspective. Yeah. So I think that's why, as people now with the following, we owe it to you all who are listening, who all follow somebody to one capacity, to some capacity. And I think the message is, you don't have to agree with what they're doing. Mm-mm. But you also don't have to hate on it. Exactly. And I think people need to understand, we all know that... The world can be a very negative place, but the internet is a scary negative place because when one person says something negative, from there, two people latch onto that. From there, 10 people latch onto that. From there, 50. And next thing you know, you have hundreds, thousands of people coming at you from one comment that somebody that doesn't even have a profile picture said about you. And and it's not, we're not going like, this is not victim mentality. No. We're, try, we're trying very much so to just be like, listen, we signed up for this. Is what happens when you put your life online. Yeah. We're subject to it every day. And of course we can get it. And of course we can take it. But as our listeners, we want you to walk away with the message of you don't have to comment on it or pile on or at at a minimum, ask yourself to pause Mm -hmm. and just say, how much, how do I feel about this? Do I truly feel so passionate about this that I need to comment? Probably not. And the internet could be a happier, better place if we all just did a pause. We would have asked ourselves to take a pause back in Photoshop days. Like, we learned so much from that. And that's why I say you don't have perspective unless you go through it. But just by pausing and saying, do I need to tell her to F off today? Probably not. Well, yeah, and you really have to think about why why you want to. Because if you dislike someone, what I've learned is, like, it's probably insecurity of my own. Like, there's so many people in this world that I've been jealous of at times or disliked. But then I have to sit back and be like, Jordan, why? Mm -hmm. Is it because they have something that you want? Is it because they're bigger than you? And once you kind of figure that out, you're like, okay, this is a me problem, not a them problem. And they don't deserve the hate that I could potentially be giving them. Right. Very much so. I will say this about this week. What? In the weirdest way. I Graham met me outside of his office yesterday and I was just having the cry moment, right? Because you you know you know how they are though. Like you just they hit you and you're like in hysterics. Yeah. And he said, he was like, I know this is so bad, but if you don't have times like this, you'll never go anywhere. Nobody that's anything that we look up to that's made it in the world, that's gotten to where they want to go, had an easy path. Like you have to fall on your face to get back up, to walk farther. Mm -hmm. It's never just going to be a straight walk to get anywhere. Because if it is, it wasn't a place worth going to. Fully. So in a lot of ways, I'm like, when it's just like, you know how this has probably happened to you this week, both, all of us, and you can't see the light. I was walking yesterday and I was like, I'm in a tunnel and there's not an end to it. And I think the walls are going to close in on me and I think I'm going to collapse on the floor. And it's like in that moment, just knowing if I don't have this shitty week, then I can't ever get anywhere. And it's like your track. I love the thing where somebody says your track record for getting through perfect days or your track record for getting through shitty days is perfect. And it's like just simply putting one foot in front of the other. But this week has made that more hard, like more challenging than ever before. Oh, a thousand percent. It also really opens your eyes and makes you grateful for 
a lot of things around you. Like, obviously, I'm so grateful for both of you, but beyond grateful for you guys now and mm-hmm. and the podcast and the listeners, like, the amount of love that people have shared and given to us, like, when I'm talking about like, the listeners, like, it's been it's beyond belief like it's so eye-opening i've been reading dms and wanting to cry because the things that people have been saying are so unbelievably sweet and moments like this make you realize you have we like we have such a great audience and listener base so we're so thankful for you guys and it's why like immediately like you both just started like launching missiles mike started just and it was like nobody even wavered at all Wait, what do you mean we launched missiles? Like, I just started texting and was like, this isn't right. Like, immediately, oh, yeah. like, nobody was like, what are we doing? Or like, should we stop with the clips? It's like, in that moment when the attack happens, there, there was like five minutes where I paused and I was like, are the clips bad? Because you do. When somebody comes at you, when a bully comes at you, I'm sure we all three paused and thought, is she right? Because you have to. And most of the time, back in the day, what I would do when somebody came at me, I'd be like, you're right, I'll change. Mm-hmm. And you stop and you say, is there any validity to the argument? And then you're like, no, there's not. And that's when it's hard because it's like you have cement blocks attached to you, but you know you have to keep walking. And it's hard to walk in your truth when you know you're right. But I think the reason you surround yourself with such good people, and like Mike, Mike to me is my favorite example in this one because he's like a part of you, but he just got in there like online because he's an online person. And he's just like, I know we're right. I know where these girls' hearts are mm-hmm. and I'll go fight for them. Instead of participating in groupthink, which I... I sometimes think silence is a little bit louder than nothing or yeah. than commenting. Like, I do think silence is like, I'm like, you didn't say anything. I tend to take the silence approach a lot in life. And to this week, I'm like, I wish a, little, a couple more would have gone to bat for us that were texting us. And it's like, we surround ourselves with such good people that when the wind comes, we're like, we're good. We're standing strong. Yeah. And it's so important to be like surrounded by good people because that meant that that to me meant the most. Like you two to me meant the most. And I think about Mike a lot this week, too. Yeah. Mike was a sweetheart. When I, what was keeping me up at night was not what we said or our brand or how we are as people. It was just the hate of the situation, what people were saying to us. And that I feel like is very unique because in the past things were a little different where maybe we were having a hard time sleeping at night because we didn't like what we said, but like this time so different because we're so proud of what we built and who we are as people and our brand and everything. And we just love being us and doing our own thing. I love that because you're right. We, I think it's a really beautiful thing when criticism comes and then you meet it with like good reflection mm-hmm. and then you have a good outcome. We've done that as a podcast in the past. I think there's nothing wrong with doing a gut check and saying, guys, we're going, out, we're going on a bad path here. It's getting real sex or it's getting real something. Yeah. And we did, right when we started, we were like, we're, ju- we're like being dramatic. Yeah. We were outside of ourselves. And we worked really hard to get to a place where we didn't ever want to feel that way again. And we had just got there. And we had just got there. And it's funny because this is all happening again. But this time when it's happening, we are all sitting here very proud of the brand that we've built. And really what feels better than that? Nothing. I think that's why we're all three like, okay, there's a war, but it's not about us. No, it's not about us. I think if anything, we now know we're really proud of us. Yeah. That feels nice. I mean, if anything, this moment in time has made me appreciate you guys more, appreciate Mean Girl Pod more, our listeners be more proud of what we've built. Like, it's just re, it's just giving me the validation that I need to know that, like, I love you guys and this brand so much. And I think we realize to a lot of people in the office because sometimes when 
let's call them missiles are launched and like the drama starts, you, you're supposed to respond. I think a lot of our coworkers wanted us to respond and kind of like keep people talking. And I don't think we felt comfortable with that this time. I think we all know when that's when, when we can do that and it's safe. Mm -hmm. But on this one, it was like, we're not in those waters anymore because we're having to argue that we're just doing our thing. Like we didn't even know what to rebuttal with. Cause it was just, it felt baseless, I think to us. Mm -hmm. And it felt outside of who we are. Like how, what did you guys think well, of that? I think it's because we don't, we don't want clicks for being mean or controversial. We want, we like them and want them for being ridiculous and honest and silly and stupid and whatever and girly and blah, 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 being and ourselves. friends like, but not for being mean. So we're not going to do that kind of, I think that was like the mentality and people didn't understand that for some reason, but I don't think it's that fucking hard to understand. That's a real, that's the perfect way to put it. That's, yeah. we don't want the mean clicks. Like, no, keep them. And we don't want to taint. We talked to, we talked to our listeners all the time. We're like positivity, high road. And it would be crazy if they were like, are those three in a war with their coworkers, like taking like, shots? Yeah. And there were so many lies we could have responded to, like blatant lies. You know which one bothered me the most about us booking the pod room for six hours a day and sitting in it? When there's literal evidence of every, th every Wednesday at 11.30 to 1.30, we record That's for two it. hours. Yeah. That's all. Like, but it goes back. Why to lie? I don't know. It's weird. Alex and Jordan aren't friends anymore. Yeah. Like that's weird. Like why? Are you, what? That's weird. That that <laughs> one to me. I'm like, wait, how? It's it just. just weird. But it goes back to people wanting to change you. Like when people become successful, people will try to change you, and you need to know and like really understand yourself and your worth, not to let them change you. Because we could have backtracked, and we could have been mean. We could have been mean girls, but we knew that wasn't where we want to go and that's not where we're at right now so we want to go forward with like being goofy and like getting clicks from ourselves and like just being silly and loving each other totally do you think that if um kelly had like called one of you or texted you guys and said hey like i just want you to know from the outside sometimes it looks like xyz like you're playing dumb like maybe you guys should recorrect recorrect that like think about that do you would you have like respected that I wouldn't have agreed, but I would respect her for, mm -hmm. for saying that to my face fully. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't have to agree with you, but I will respect your opinion. I think I would have said, let me call you back in 24 hours. And I think I really would have thought about it. Yeah. And said, do I think we are? And then I think I would have said, okay. Because I, I think that would be really cool. If somebody yeah. came to us and said, I want to help you. I think these clips are making you guys look dumb. And I would have, I talked to my old boss today, who I was on the reality TV show with. And I have some of the dumbest clips on there in the entire world. But her bio about me was she's the most intelligent airhead I know. Mm -hmm. And she texted me today and she was like, oh, honey, you've always been. And I'm like, and I think that's what I, I think that's what we would have responded with. Yeah, I appreciate that. But we're OK. We're so confident in who we are. We're OK with those clips. Yeah, because I think a lot of people mm -hmm. think that we are putting on a shtick or this is scripted. But genuinely this is how we are as people like ask any of your friends your old co-workers your your family same with me same with Anna. like this is how we are in real life like and that's why I would disagree because if we if she wanted us to change I would have to change myself as a person and there's no way I could do that and I think you and I are both because we've called ourselves emotionally porous yeah I don't think you are as much I think Alana's less emotionally porous. I think we... What does that mean again, then? It means you can conform to your atmosphere around you. Like, we've talked about it before. Like, when we're around certain people, we're like... A oh, little, yes, that's the yes, porous yes, thing. yes, 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 I don't think... I think you're more like this. Mm -hmm. you, you stand 
like firm in your mm-hmm. who you are. Yeah, mm-hmm. are who you are. And we're we can kind of but I would say and so I think when somebody hits us hard, we're a little bit more to be like, oh, is there is that right? Like mm-hmm. I do think we will check. Midwest. It's the Midwest. It's, that, it's kind of that in it. And on this one, it's like finally I feel like we're sitting in here being ourselves and we're okay with yeah. it and the anxiety's gone. She sends the clips. I'm most worried about what my face looks like. Yeah. Literally. That's my new version. I'm like, excuse me, am I lifted? But not, I'm not like, did I say that? Like not one of my friends texted me and was like, Jordan, that was so dumb because they know that's how I am and how I talk in real life. Like I've had the hand washing conversation with all of them and they know I don't wash my hands. And mine know I'm not sure about the dinos. Like they know that. <laughs> and when you said that, I wasn't surprised because I knew you didn't know that. Because and it's you. I've never sat across you and like you weren't really yourself today. <laughs> Sorry, just never. what happened to you? Oh, and have you ever walked out of this room and be like Alex and Jordan were not like themselves? That no. Gonna, like what? Like I don't know. I know. So it's- that, but I think you take that mm-hmm. and you say because we were talking before this a lot about like the silence, like the power of the pause yeah. and stopping, and and it goes for a lot of things. You got to do a gut check. Am I being myself? Mm-hmm. Yes. Am I proud of who I am? Yes. When I look in the mirror, do I know who's looking back at me? Yes. All right. I got a hater, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm good with me. And I would say nothing feels better than that, but that's why it's so important to really go to your roots and be who you are. Because this, this Monday, let's call it an attack came out of nowhere. It truly blindsided. That's why you got to prepare in the good times for the bad. Don't prepare in the bad times for the good. Yeah. And we do a lot of time preparing and like self-reflecting and self-checking and thank goodness we do because you never know. Yeah, never know. Quick message to talk about BetterHelp because, well, life can come at you out of nowhere if we learn anything this week. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or we don't know why we react the way we do. That's why we're talking about anger is a secondary emotion. We would have never known that, but therapy teaches you that. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on a journey of self-discovery to really further figure out who you are. Jordan, Alana, and I are huge proponents of BetterHelp, of therapy in general, and think that this week I'm not sure what we would do without it. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MeanGirl today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash mean girl for 10% off your first month. Woo. I would say if anyone out there is getting hate or feels hate feels like loneliness to me and isolation, isolation and no, and you feel like nobody knows what you're going through. We're us three are very lucky to have each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You put this situation in high school and somebody writes a blog or a text or something about another girl, that's probably one girl. Mm -hmm. And that would be, it's leveling. Yeah, hate's so interesting because if you're looking at like a comment section and let's say there's 10 positive comments and three hate comments, for some reason, all you can focus on are the hate and that gets magnified and then you don't even realize there's positive comments and then you think that everything is hate. Mm -hmm. And that's been happening to me a lot this week where... I was starting to lose myself in the hate. And when I was at my lowest low, I'm like, not one person likes me besides you two. <laughs> like, I genuinely felt that way. Yeah. I re- I remember looking at but comments. you know that's crazy. I, I know. Like, but I was in such a bad place yeah. mentally. And I was, I was in such a low place where I was genuinely like, not one person here likes me. Mm-hmm. And it was like, 
it was the worst feeling I've ever felt in my entire life. Isolated, lonely. You didn't. You don't feel like you can continue. You don't see the light at the end of the tunnel, and it's just like an indescribable feeling you would never wish upon anybody. So, the the comments, the ten good, the three bad. It's because we're worried about what people think. I feel like we let. I wish I could remember right now. Jay Shetty nails it in the book. I'm actually going to Google this because yeah, yeah. he does have... It's it's literally just you have to surround yourself with good people. Mm-hmm. That's the only way I'm getting through this week is you guys and my friends and just surrounding myself with very good people that I've worked really hard to find in my life. Mm-hmm. I do think, too, if you think about when you feel the tunnel closing in on you and you say, no one likes me, no one, everyone hates me. And you really stop and think, like, about the term everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we then, were talking about that the other day. Yeah, I, I hate when people say everyone. And it was used against us this week. Everyone's been talking about them. No, there's no scenario where everyone's doing something. Yeah. So, every like, that just doesn't happen. And I think people use it as, like, a power tool. But if you use it against yourself and you say, everyone feels this way about me, think of one person. Like, mm-hmm. think of your mom. Think of your brother and say, they don't hate me. They love me call them, talk to them. Yeah. And like, maybe that's your first step and maybe they'll have something for you. But I do think if you live inside yourself, when you're feeling hate, it's really bad. If you start to talk about it to just one person, Mm -hmm. even answer that phone call. Like if you can reach out to somebody, they can pull you through it because they can see something that you can't. Well, and that's exactly what I did. Like as soon as I started feeling that way, I reached out to people that I love and care, care for. And they, brought me out i mean Mm -hmm. it was talking to you guys on a daily basis like we were texting nonstop, Mm -hmm. right like every single text we sent i felt like i was coming more i was like getting back to life like the real world they want to just bring you down yeah to this like deep level you know what's so funny about everything like i remember the first time that was like you everyone i mean that Mm -hmm. was i remember the first time that was like used against me and it like i think about it every time i hear someone say everyone hates you like there's like an ex-friend of mine in high school, she and I were fighting and stuff, and I left a party early, like I Irish goodbye, whatever. And she texts me and said, like, good thing you left, like everyone hates you anyway, no one wants you here. And I'm <gasps> like, holy fuck. So oh I called God. like my best friend, and I, who they were all still there, and I'm like, are, like, did I do something? Like, are you guys upset with me? And she was like, dude, what are you talking about? And I'm like, well, so-and-so just said everyone like hates me, and she goes, Dude, I literally see her and this other girl outside texting right now through the window. The two of them were outside in the driveway texting me saying everyone hates you. That's what people do. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it makes me think of, like, everyone. Just two, like, one or two angry people. It's insecurity play. Yeah, like, it's just so gross. It's when people are insecure because they know that their, their thought isn't actually thought by anyone but themselves that they have to use everyone because it makes them seem more powerful because they know no one actually is agreeing with them it's the same thought process of rallying the troops like yeah so if you're not so concerned about going and be like do you think like i do yes do you think like i do yes all right i'll get my sword out i'll fight for all of us and then i'm gonna say everyone but i use the term everyone i used to use it in college some yes yeah, like no one likes her mm-hmm. well i was only saying that because I didn't like her and I wanted to make sure that the person I was talking to also wouldn't like her. Mm-hmm. So I said nobody else did and I wanted us all to fall into groupthink. It's all about like um, when people are trying to pressure you when you're younger to like do bad things, you'd be like, everyone's doing it. 
<laughs> everyone's doing it and you're like everyone's doing it i gotta do Should it i do it you're that, that's like such a cop-out it is a cop-out do you have the jay shetty thing i i do have the jay shetty thing okay so if you the reason your brain it's so cool it's actually like a neurological thing and like you almost can't help it but it it stems back to um our brains wanting to protect us and keep us safe so we're neurologically wired to focus on and remember more negative experiences than positive ones wait why would that help us keep or help keep us safe though because you go into fight or flight when you see negative bad interesting that actually is so accurate now that i think about it yeah those hit you and you're like well do i eh? if you read a good one you're like duh you forget <laughs> the good comments immediately but you remember the hate comments forever all day or, or not even comments. It could be what a friend says to you. Like, you remember your friend saying that to Oh, yeah. Ten years later. And I remember all my friends on the phone being like, dude, she's a fucking loser. Like, they're outside, like, pretending that we all are mad at you. Like, like I'm literally watching them outside. Like, you know That's what crazy. I mean? Like, and I, I have that imagery, like, in my head mm-hmm. every time someone says everyone hates you. That's crazy. Or something. You know what that's I mean? That's crazy. That's, but I think that's, maybe that's, like, a really good takeaway when we start to think everyone on the internet, or if you're listening to this and you think everyone in your friend groups hate, hates you, know your brain's trying to protect you, mm-hmm. and it's focusing on the negative, and then think of one person that you know loves you, call you and get outside yourself, and then you'll start to see everyone doesn't, and like you break it down. I like that. Etch it away. Call your grandma. Call your gra- <laughs> she doesn't hate you. She's alive because the grandpas are dead, except for Alex's. <laughs> oh, yeah, you remember. My grandpa's alive, but yeah. you guys <laughs> my grandma's. My grandma loves me, though. That's good. She does. And my parents are coming today and they love me and I can't wait to spend the whole weekend with them. It's going to be so fun. I know. They're coming. It Like the universe plays weird games with you. Like they're coming the perfect week. Like out of all the weeks. They haven't been here since a year and a half ago. I've, what, when was the last time your dad was here? A year and a half ago. Wow. wow. And he just happens to be coming the week that this is all unfolding. And I don't feel like you're typically this excited to see them. Mm. <laughs> Jordan needs mom and dad. I'm also seeing mine this weekend. I need a hug too, so I get it. I love it. <laughs> I love it's it. It's crazy. I know. I want to say that my brother's proposing, but like, what if he doesn't? Yeah, we're not gonna say that. <laughs> just in case. Just in case. That could be the next week we talk yeah. about that. So a lot of people want us to like fight with hate and to like type hate and say hate, and it might have felt good immediately. Like I've said things where I'm like, oh, that feels really good. That feels really good. But then five hours later, when I go to bed, I'm like. No, 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 no. I wish I never said that. Like, I'm not going to sleep at night. So the whole time when people were pressuring us to say stuff, I'm like, I'm going to take a pause. I'm going to think about what I want to put on the internet because that's going to be there forever. And I don't want to harm anyone in the making of my thoughts. And I want to be able to sleep at night. I think we learned, like, the power of the pause. Usually we'll get some Twitter fingers. Yeah. But I think there's a difference. When you're standing up for yourself... And somebody, it, there's one thing you have to respond to. I think that there's a, a plenty of a time to say, I should say something here. Mm-hmm. But in this instance, the power of the pause was so beautiful because not one time did we regret not saying anything. Thousand percent. And there's nothing worse than somebody rehearsing their badass comeback to you. They're like, oh, I'm going to get her with this one. All right. And then you're like, okay. Yeah. Like, I mean, our, our <laughs> statements, like your blog, my video, it's going to be on the internet forever. And I didn't want to put anything out where I was going to wake up the next day and be like, that felt good in the moment, but I feel really, really icky. I feel bad. I should never have said that. I feel horrible. And like, if I would have spoken right away, I probably would have said some stuff I did. I would have regretted. I do think the older we get, the more important it is to say, saying nothing is saying everything. Yeah. When you're the one being attacked. It's not worth saying the mean comments. It's 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 emotionally exhausting 
and it doesn't do it, it's not productive it doesn't take anybody anywhere it doesn't make your podcast bigger it doesn't make your brand bigger and doesn't make your heart any happier no. you're sadder you're sicker and hate just propels hate it's literally it's temporary happiness and then long-term regret mm -hmm. every single time it doesn't matter if it's to a friend an ex-boyfriend a family member like every single time that you feel like you got that good jab you're you regretted it later you, I, you felt yeah. great in the moment and then the, three days later you're like why did i say that because now i have to live with that and they have to live with remember me saying that to their face mm -hmm. and it's so and that and you know what there was times this week where it was so hard it was it was just like that low hanging fruit that yeah. was the one and it's just like it uh, uh don't you say one mean thing yeah i think too being adults it's really important to understand where anger comes from like mm -hmm. we talked we've talked about secondary emotions in the past before and we'll throw up the wheel so you guys can understand or see what we're talking about but through therapy we've learned that anger is a secondary emotion it's not actually anger you're feeling so for me when i'm angry it's because i'm usually sad for you it could be completely different and understanding that is very eye-opening for me before i make big comments or make decisions because i'm like i'm moving or i'm making my decision based off sadness right now i need to make sure i'm not sad anymore before i make this big decision my anger typically sometimes it's different but usually it comes from unfulfillment and like um wanting to do more do something different and then and then like right below that is i wasn't showing up as myself so yeah if i'm being someone else and then something comes from that i'll get so angry mm -hmm. at the person graham but i'm most mad at this one right here yes and when i'm super angry it's because i'm sad mm -hmm. what's and your name my name what's your anger name oh jessica was it jessica now i'm gonna ask you Georgie. that's my new question with jessica <laughs> what are you really feeling you're not mad because if it's not um hunger it's sadness <laughs> <laughs> right, i'm just hungry well anger secondary the first time it was it was um hunger but the second time it was because i was really sad that was sadness it was sadness it was really sad it's anger is a secondary emotion unless you're hungry <laughs> literally <laughs> fucking hungry. And then i'm just that's hangry that's hangry that's hangry but yeah it's just in that i mean there's a lot of other emotions but like my therapist always is like okay you're not angry or you're not i think i think happy is one too you're not happy there's something else you're feeling what are they they're actually interesting because there's some the that you don't i haven't saved but there's some that you don't um think about but they're so true um here it is feelings wheel <laughs> It's anger, sadness. Oh, that's fuck. <laughs> anger, sadness, sadness is a secondary emotion. Anger, sadness, surprise, joy, love, and fear. So I guess for me, when I'm angry, I'm actually okay. So actually, I kind of take back what I said. So anger, from there, you could feel rage, irritated, envy, or disgust, and from there, you could irritated. feel jealous, resentful, annoyed, agitated, hostile hate revolted so i go irritated which i called unfulfilled and then i go to hostile and it's all towards me i think mine is angered irritable and then to maybe aggravated or frustrated for i'm usually frustrated yeah 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 because a lot of times i get angry because i feel like people don't understand me so it comes from frustration um so yeah i guess i i guess i take back the sadness thing but when i am sad i think it comes from feeling neglect and then lonely because you guys know I have abandonment issues. 
<laughs> but yeah, when I was sad, actually, it's because I felt neglect- neglected in this whole situation, and then I felt alone. Totally. This, this wheel's actually very eye-opening. I'm like, ooh, this feels good. <laughs> um, so basically, when you're feeling anger, think about... I think if we can just recognize it. Yeah. It's hard to recognize when you're mad when you're mad, but maybe let, you know, recognize it and then say, what is it really? Because it's every single time it's something else. Well, and understanding that it's where it's coming from. Every single time I've been angry at another human being, it's mainly because it's coming from, like, jealousy. But when you run it, when I run into somebody on the street, like, actually physically run into them, I'm, sometimes I'm like, and I'm so mad like, does that have any, like, little things that'll set you off? Yes. Physically bump into someone? Yes. But and, and they weren't, they didn't move out of the way. It's hmm. because other things in my life are playing, that, are causing me anger, and it's easy to take it out on the little things or people that you don't know. If you're having, like, a good day, you don't care that you ran into the person? No. No, that's probably true. Because it's, it's so much easier. It's like, it's like writing behind a blogger going on a camera. It's so much easier when you don't have to actually face the person because you don't know them. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Like, you take it out on that. And it's like, what are you so mad about? Yeah. Like, something else. If I have a bad, if, I have, if I'm having a bad day, literally someone could say hi to me in the wrong tone. And I would be like, what? <laughs> they ju- what? they could just say hi. It's like me when I drink tequila. <laughs> Somebody could be like, you look cute. And I'd be like, uh-huh. It's like when I'm hungry, someone would be like, I love you. I'd be like, you love me now? Right? It's like, what? Man, we're just, um, we're not very angry, though. No. We're just, we're not. We're simply not. I'm not even angry right now. I don't think I was even, like, I think I was more sad this week than angry. To say we were sad this week is the understatement of the century. Yeah. I guess that's where I, I wanted to come from with the sadness thing. I thought, I assumed I was angry, but then I realized it was the sadness that was actually, like, coming out of me. Yeah, I think, I don't think, I think there were some comments that were made that made us angry because they were so easy to say. You sit in a podcast room for seven hours. Okay, it's two. It's obvious. <laughs> but at, at the basis of it, I think we were like truly heart heartbroken, heartbroken. Yeah, like, just like distraught. Like, like you the build. call is coming from inside the house. Yes, mm-hmm. correct. Yeah, with summer and warm weather coming around the corner, we gotta talk about shady rays because I don't know about you guys, but I love sunglasses. I love getting new sunglasses, and shady rays are the best because they are they have these new tangle free aviators. And I don't know about you. But there's nothing I hate more than when I have my hair up and I put my sunglasses on and I put them on my head and then I take them down and it rips my bangs down. <laughs> it drives me insane. So these these sunglasses are so nice. They're great. They don't get stuck in your hair. They're classy. They're such cute designs and styles. Also, the frames are seriously the light. They're so lightweight and very high-end looking. We love them. Also, another part of Shaderies that I absolutely love if you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they will send you a brand new one. You guys, this is awesome because we all lose our sunglasses all the time. So what an incredible deal. So if you guys want to get your hands on these new Shady Rays at Tangle Free Aviators, we have an exclusive offer for our listeners. Shady Ray is giving to give is going to give you guys the best deal of the season. All you have to do is go to all you have to do is head to shadyrays.com slash tangle free and use code MeanGirl for 30% off their best selling tangle free aviator and much more. But we, I think, what, I think what a good message to say too is like every single person listening to this, what could it possibly be that you're laughing at? <laughs> I was about to get serious. It better be good. I'm so sorry. What? Do I have a booger? No, My hands are orange. I just started thinking about the serious matches. Bye, bye, bye. As Bridget would say, and a lot of like 
that's, that's insane. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. I wanted to screenshot that. I'm like, and you guys think. <laughs> Wait, and then I said dose, and you said grok? Grass. Grass. Oh, like gra- Oh, like gracias. Gross. Yeah. Okay. So you're being shorthand. Okay. I just didn't I was finish like, typing it. Did she think that that's gracias? I was in. I was in the Figure. stall peeing, and okay. then I was running out because I don't wash my and hands. I do. As I'm saying it now, it's the pun. Like now we're just that. <laughs> Sorry, Alex. No, it's okay. Right. You know what was my train of thought? Let me get it back. Let me get it back. Okay. I think the biggest thing is everyone and like our listeners mean. You guys got us through this week. Knowing what we have built for you, and the reason we built it for you was because the messages you send us. Yes. And that's how you form a community. Every nice message, every time we put out an episode where we're laughing, we're crying, we're like spilling our hearts out, and you guys say that got me through something, that's why we do this, and that's why we were able to keep going. And like the Mean Girl community to us is beautiful, it's nice, Mm -hmm. it's empowering, it's together, it's uplifting, and like that that really drove us. Women supporting women. And men, men supporting women, too, because we have the best guys, too. This guy bought our lunch yesterday. Oh, yeah. He was like, yes. I'm a mean girl. We are like, no, bring it in. Bring no, that's in. the thing. It's like within our community of Mean Girl Pod listeners, like, they are the best human beings ever. We've built a really good community. I, the amount of, like, reading people's DMs, I'm just like, you guys don't understand. I, we apologize that we can't respond to every single one. But we are so grateful for all of you. I have a lot of them screenshot and I'm going to post them today because it's like, that's the stuff. Sending a kind message goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what? And somebody, I want to say this too. Somebody messaged me and was like, you guys are pussies for not responding to Kelly. And I, you know what I wanted to say to that? What? A pussy would have responded. It was a lot harder to not reply. Oh, and yeah. that's kind of a ricochet shot. That has nothing to do with the Mean Girl people. But I was just thinking of DMs and I was like, oh. Oh, yeah. The amount of the. the oh, I saw that at 1 a.m. Yeah, I almost responded at three thirty when I woke up, tossing and turning. Then I then I deleted it Mm -hmm. because hate people seeing people hate makes them feel better about themselves. Like that's what you have to realize too. Like if you are going through hate, like a lot of the times a person on the other side is not happy with themselves, and it's a them problem, not a you problem. Exactly. We've been telling ourselves a lot that a lot this week. It's not an us problem; it's a them problem. And to the Mean Girl Pod listeners, let's kick some serious ass. Like, let's just keep going. Let's just, like, stay true to who we are. Because that's what we're all about. We're like, don't look back. You're not going that way. This happened to us this week. We're stronger than ever. We're happier than ever. We're, like, more motivated than ever. Yeah. And and, and let me tell you who motivated us. Us. Nobody else besides the three people in this room are why we're motivated moving forward. Mm -hmm. And because we love you guys. And tell the haters, as NSYNC would say... Bye bye bye. <laughs> I legit thought that was, that was Britney Spears. I did. So I was funny. like, as Britney would say, bye bye bye. And Alana's like, no, that's insane. And in like, my head, I was like listening to Britney. I was like, I can hear her. I was hearing like, like, could totally, bye, bye, like bye. imagine her saying that. I heard her. Yeah, like that. Bye, yeah, bye bye. <laughs> and her like red. And I was like, oh, Britney, baby, one more time. Bye bye bye. Oh, a women's health PSA. Yes. Um, I just want to say that one of my dearest friends just got tested for the BRCA gene and she has it. She has to get mastectomy, double mastectomy, and she has to have a hysterectomy by the time she's 35. Very sad. Very crazy. Very lucky to have discovered that at 26 years old. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to say to go to the doctor. If you think something's wrong, act on it. And just a little food for thought to put your health first. Take care of all the health, the mental health, yeah. the physical health, emotional. And I think let that give you perspective too. A hundred percent. That like we're going through this, but uh, people, I, I, I never like 
putting problems like mine's bigger than yours. Yeah. That's not it. It's everyone has them and life's not easy, mm-hmm. but don't give it any help either. So like go to the doctor and mm-hmm. take care of yourself, like take yeah. care of your mental health because life's hard enough. So it doesn't yeah. need our help. And you never know what people are going through too. So just like be very, very cautious with your words because you don't know if that person's having a good day or a bad day or what they're going through. You don't mm-hmm. want to, you don't want to add on to their pain. That's the power of the pause. Think really, do I need to say this? Do I need to say it? Yes. Um, we love you guys. We love you guys so much. Handhold. A dry, dirty <laughs> hand dirty mother truck and hold. Jerk. We love you guys. We love you. We're thankful for you guys. This week, best and worst. <laughs> High highs, low lows, but like we're better because of it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Shout it out. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. <laughs> Kelly Clarkson? I think that's Kelly Clarkson. I think Kelly that's Clarkson. Kelly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No vices, no virtues. We're good. Amen, sister. You don't want ever you don't want everyone to like you. Bad spot. No, that'd be that'd be a strange world. Yeah, it'd be we'd be too soft. Yeah. Should we do a Taylor Swift quote to end up? But I'm just kidding. Um You're being too loud. You need to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much. Uh, it's too much. <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> We're good. What did Taylor say to Kanye? The, the old phone. me can't come to the phone right now. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's dead. dead. <laughs> uh, look, look what you made me do. <laughs> look what you made me do. The old us can come to of the phone. The old us still your bitch. You picked that one? <laughs> I don't know <laughs> Taylor Swift, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know Taylor Swift, though. I only know her Midnight album. Oh, my God. That's I'm fair. Dead. She's still maroon. How about that? She's... Now I'm, I love Taylor Swift. She's great. <laughs> I don't even think we need to tell them to like, comment, subscribe. This isn't really no. that kind of episode. No. We just are so grateful for you guys. And we love you. And we're so appreciative of all your kind messages. And we're, we don't know what we would do without you guys. So thank you. Now, quick, now a quick pause from our sponsor, Every Plate. I don't know about you, but I'm way too busy to ever grocery shop. I also don't love to cook, so there's nothing better than a meal prep service, and Every Plate is the best. Every Plate is 25% cheaper than grocery sh- than grocery shopping, so you can count on a great value week after week, and the food is great, it's delicious, it's fresh, and it's so easy. Also, choose Every Plate over takeout to save money while still enjoying enjoying quick, satisfying meals. The best part of Every Plate is you can customize your meals to your likings with options to swap proteins and sides, add proteins, veggies, the whole shebang. You do you. Every plate provides plenty of delicious varieties so you'll never get stuck in the cooking rut. With 25 tasty and affordable recipes to choose from week after week. It's easy to find something new for everyone, plus find delicious options all day long with up to 22 sides, snacks, desserts, and more. So to get your meals for $1.49 per meal, all you have to do is go to everyplate.com slash podcast and enter code MEAN149. That's code MEAN149 at everyplate.com slash podcast.